0: Media. This episode of the Daily Beans is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor specializing in the issues you want to talk about. Join BetterHelp and you can schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist from anywhere in the world on your schedule. Listeners of Daily Beans get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Daily Beans. <laughs>
1: Tear the beans, dearly beans, tear beans, tear
2: beans.
0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, October 8th, 2019. Today, a federal judge says the Manhattan DA can get Trump's tax returns from Mazar's. McConnell tries to block impeachment. Trump withdraws troops from Syria. SCOTUS is back to work. A judge orders the White House to preserve documents. Uh, And Trump associates pressured Ukraine over a gas firm to benefit allies. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today
2: are Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Amanda Reeder. Hello. How you guys doing? Great. Yeah. Huge news day yesterday, last night almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's not stopping. Yeah. Has there
1: been a not huge news day in the last two weeks? No. Yeah. You're absolutely (laughs) right. There's not, not. Every day we're like, oh my God, so much, but Mm -hmm. state of constant alert. 100%. It it is. It's so true.
2: And what's sad too is I saw these tweets specifically. I know we're going to talk about it, so I won't. Well, I'll just wait till we get there.
0: Oh. All right.
2: <laughs> in that case, yes.
0: uh, let's go. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes.
2: All
0: right. So Mitch, Mitch McConnell recorded a very crappily made video announcement of himself uh, standing there where he says, Nancy Pelosi's in the clutches of the left wing mob. They finally convinced her to impeach the president. Uh, by the way, is that an admission that this is an official impeachment inquiry? Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like it to me. <laughs> Um, He says, all of you know your constitution. The way that impeachment stops is with a Senate majority, with me as majority leader. So he's saying that under the rules, he has to at least begin a trial. But there are rules that would allow him to quickly dismiss the charges after the trial has begun. So after the trial begins, you have to have limited testimony and you have to hear opening arguments. But then McConnell could move to dismiss the charges, which would require a majority of senators to vote to do so. Simple majority? Simple majority. Boo. However, that could be a risk if there are a few senators that vote to continue the trial. The vote would be, do we continue this trial or dismiss charges? And you would only need three Republican senators to vote to continue the trial. You're also going to get all those senators on record as voting as they don't want to continue the trial or hear the rest of the evidence. And that could really help us out in the 2020 election. And then after that, you would need 67 to vote to remove, which is very unlikely. So McConnell, who is running for Senate in 2020, is asking for donations to back his ability to dismiss the impeachment case before he even hears any evidence on it. Donations to his campaign? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he's up for reelection in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't
0: need money to stop the impeachment.
2: Yeah, exactly. But he's trying to say under that guy said that that's what the money is for. Yep. Even though at the rate this is going right now, we likely will bring it to the Senate before the 2020 election. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because given the timing that everyone is talking about, it's going to hit the Senate far before the 2020 election. It feels like it yeah. will. I know yeah. for
2: a while we were, you know, trying to like we're kind of toying around with possible timelines, but at yeah. this point it does seem like it's going to get there before that.
1: Yeah. And I'm hoping that before that happens as well, we'll have Republicans from purple or bluish areas who flip as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know just a few days ago we were saying we had no hope that this would happen, but I, I watched a, a small interview with Susan Collins this morning, and I thought, okay, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You um, know?
0: a couple, uh, some Rep from Ohio, some some Senator from Ohio's come out against it. Mm-hmm. There, I think there's four Republican senators now who are like that. Ukraine shit's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So you only need three to continue the trial. And there's already four who have condemned it. So, it you know, now we're just to continue the trial. We're looking at the Romney four.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. <laughs> or the Romney three, I guess. I guess if you count Romney, it would be the Romney two. But whatever. Not as many as, you know, 20. The 20 Republicans that would be needed to to vote him to vote to convict yeah and can we remove. impeach Mitch
1: McConnell for obstruction of justice
0: you cannot <laughs> oh, impeach damn you cannot impeach congress people
1: oh. um, Trump's
2: trying to
0: yeah and that was going to come up later in the show too but we could cover it now Trump tweeted out that he thought Nancy Pelosi should be investigated for treason which is punishable by death uh, and that uh, she should be impeached uh, apparently uh, he's either kidding uh, or he doesn't know but you yeah you, you can't impeach Congress people. i'm that's, gonna go with
1: the latter sorry jordan yeah you can censure <laughs> them
0: and then you can have them removed by voting or or force them to resign like chris collins did when he you know found out he's really guilty of that insider trading yeah um so that's that's the rules
2: Ugh, I swear the best technology is gonna be something that makes it so people don't have to physically read things and they can somehow just like <laughs> just very know quickly them? down yeah, just yeah. know them. Like because, a matrix thing like yes. I know karate.
0: Yes. No, Kung Fu, excuse me. I exactly.
2: Because there there there's so much evidence out there for how much of a Lying, I can't even call him flip-flopping because the things he's promised on, he never intended on delivering to the people he was trying to get support with, from throughout his whole career. But there is so much evidence of him just being such a piece of shit that's out there. <laughs> if you yeah. would only read. Yeah. But and he, they he also won't
0: read. Also tweeted over the weekend that this is about corruption and, uh, you know, we have to nail down corruption. Meanwhile, he's not allowed to operate a nonprofit organization in New York because he stole money from cancer kids. Oh so, God. like and his family can't either so you know and also uh his family was facing corruption charges on real estate stuff in new york because the kids were trying to say that the you know that the trump tower i think soho was almost sold out and get it while it's hot and meanwhile they
2: sold like two so that's how that's how i promote comedy shows yeah (laughs) get the tickets while they're still there we have two left everyone shows up there's like why is there only five people here That or we can talk about the insurance fraud
0: corruption that Trump participated in with where he would uh, beef up the cost of water heaters, et cetera, in his buildings so that he couldn't raise the rents. But then he would not include those when he had to pay his taxes. So if you want to talk about corruption, that's cool, bro. But maybe sit this one out. Mm -hmm. Um, I should say it's not cool, bro.
2: Did you see the video? Which one? McConnell's video. You said he made a video. I didn't watch it. How was it? How was the backdrop? The sound quality is horrible. He's doing it (laughs) vertical. Oh no. It's just not
0: in fact, like it was for Snapchat or something. Can't tech. In fact, let's have a millennial moment. <laughs> Amanda, your new segment, the millennial moment. How what's the proper way to take a video? Not the way he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're yeah.
0: And that's been your millennial moment.
2: Yeah. I like to imagine he tried to recreate when Pelosi did and just has like a bunch of American flags or something. I just see some some like snafu of one falling and them all falling like dominoes. It's just, it's
0: just some beautiful unhinged... I'm
2: surprised thing. he didn't do it in front of a green screen because he he's that
0: dumb, you know, or with a green tie or something. That, a green screen cool. that
2: they don't overlay anything on top. Right, <laughs> just, no, just, just, this is a, my just background. Just a bright green screen. This is my background. <laughs> makes my skin not look... Satanic. I don't know. Like when there were computers involved to operate the green screen, I just had to leave it as
1: is. (laughs) Coming back to Trump's uh, uh, statement about Nancy Pelosi, though, it's uh, his new tagline, or maybe it's not new, of the do nothing Democrats. Mm It's kind of hilarious considering they're trying to do everything right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why this is, like, sticking in my craw so much, but it's annoying me so much. Yeah, totally. like, we're trying to do the most right now. It's just one of those blatant, outright
0: lies. We have six committees investigating him and his family. We're doing a full impeachment inquiry in three of the committees, House Foreign Affairs, House Intelligence, and House Oversight. Meanwhile, we've passed over 200 bills that McConnell refuses to take to a vote on the Senate
1: floor. So, yeah. Yeah. We're doing everything. I think mm-hmm. it's just like a continuing struggle with his use of language that mm. just like irritates me. But anyway, that's another tangent for another day. Yeah. But
0: he'll all he has to do is repeat it
1: over right. and over again right. for
0: it to become true in the minds of his base and 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 that's been proven correct mm-hmm. for him.
1: Absolutely. I'm, sad. I, well. <laughs> to use his words. <laughs> <laughs> On a sort sad. of a positive note though, I think that um, Elizabeth Warren is kind of learning from that and her campaign points are like really simple and her taglines are really simple. And like the messages that she's repeating over and over, I think she's taking some tips from him mm-hmm. in terms of like building a base with very clear talking points. So hopefully Democrats, other than just l- Elizabeth Warren, start to learn that too. Like simplify, simplify, simplify. Yeah. I think yeah. Andrew
0: Yang's done a good job of that. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Yeah done a really good job of that mm-hmm. uh, with his message, mm-hmm. you know, and um, uh, um, Castro has done a great mm-hmm. job. Um, Sanders has been saying the same shit since. Totally. Yes, totally. <laughs> is the
1: original. Joe, so, if original you're listening. <laughs> hey, Uncle Joe, if you're listening, <laughs> simplify. Yeah.
0: <laughs> stop sniffing people.
1: Um,
0: also, and again, I will vote for whoever the Democrat is, please. So,
1: but yeah,
2: As a, as a general note, stop yeah. sniffing people. But just, yeah. Yeah. Person to person, Mm -hmm.
0: bad look. Uh, And late Sunday night, the White House released a statement that they would be pulling troops from northern Syria. This is serious. That would allow Turkey to invade and potentially demolish U.S.-allied Kurdish fighters. And this is something uh, Putin and Turkey love, both countries where Trump has or wants a tower but Republicans are joining Democrats in blasting the move uh, this week. Susan Collins, as you had mentioned at the top of the show, Amanda, she said this is a terribly unwise decision by the president to abandon our Kurdish allies who have been our major partner in the fight against ISIS. And Romney calls this a betrayal which communicates to our allies they can't count on us. And Ben Sass says, quote, the bad deci- this bad decision will likely result in the slaughter of allies who fought with us, including women and children. Uh, Even Lindsey Graham crackers says the impulsive decision by the president has undone all the gains we've made and thrown the region into further chaos. I hope I I hope I'm making myself clear how short sighted and irresponsible this decision is, in my view. And both Pelosi and McConnell have said that the policy shift is dangerous policy, not policy policy shift is uh, dangerous and would only benefit Russia, Iran and the Assad regime and would increase the risk of a reorganization by ISIS in the region and other terrorist groups. Uh, Trump tweeted Monday he was elected to end the endless wars borrowing a line from Rand Paul and says if Turkey does anything that I in my great and unmatched wisdom consider to be off limits. I just gave everyone a panic attack. Uh, I will totally destroy and obliterate not panic attack shaming. I get them. Uh, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. Problem here uh, is that Turkey is a NATO ally. Even Marco Rubio cautions this move would encourage Iran amid escalating tensions between U.S. and the Islamic Republic. Pat Toomey, another Republican, says this policy shift poses a significant threat to national security and that Trump should rethink this decision immediately. Liz Cheney, another Republican, calls it a catastrophic mistake that ignores the lessons of 9-11. Uh, I'm assuming she's talking about, you know, the uh, abandoning our allies. And a former U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley says, quote, we must always have the backs of our allies if we expect them to have our back. The Kurds were instrumental in our successful fight against ISIS in Syria, leaving them to die is a big mistake. So with this announcement, it's a favor for Putin. Uh, it also could be a distraction from impeachment or it could be payback to Turkey for covering up the Khashoggi uh, stuff, the, the um, audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because well, I thought for sure he would give up Gulen. Remember the, mm-hmm. the Turkish guy that they tried Flynn to was- pay $15 million <laughs> yep. for to Flynn to like whisk away in a plane in the night? Mm-hmm. There's a little own secret kidnapping extradition yeah. extravaganza. Talk about treason. But no. this this could be payback to Turkey for that. Uh, could be a little of all three. But I will say this. The day after Trump called for China to investigate Biden on live television at the helicopter conference, uh, we learned of a call between Trump and Xi uh, the next day where Trump promised to remain silent on Hong Kong in exchange for China's investigation into the Bidens. So it seemed he was trying to get out ahead of that story and muddy the impeachment waters. So could this withdrawal mean that we're about to learn about a call between Trump and Putin or even Trump and Mohammed Bonesaw or Erdogan or all three? One hundred percent, I think. Yes. Yeah. Put some beans on it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a while where remember when Trump was going on his tour of dictator loving? Yeah. When he was he was like praising people like Erdogan um, duterte of, yeah exactly duterte president of china and ergy even like just fucked up stuff with north korea right Hungarian which continued yeah. yeah yeah so i think you're right i think that's a more than fair prediction to make at this point in time it's like a lube the truth a, situation right yeah. right yeah i mean if he's smart he's gonna get rid of fucking giuliani because he's doing him no favors but he's probably gonna keep his lube the truth tactic because it works with his base it does
1: if they're going to release more of these, uh, quote unquote, confidential transcripts, I, I, I can't imagine that there won't be more damning evidence that comes out about other world leaders that he's spoken to. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's really terrifying to me because it, it seems more and more like he's trying to create a
2: totalitarian coalition across the globe right now. Yeah. And, and so- all of those conversations are housed in like a single server is what it seems like. Sorry if server is the wrong word. No, what, right. What, what would be the right... What's that What's that system called? NICE. NICE. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> file storage system. <laughs> yeah. The
0: uh, NSC. You can call it code word classified system or yeah. um, NSC. I think it's called the NSC, Intelligence Communications Environment, mm-hmm. or NICE. Um, but yeah, all those things are in there. And uh, we're going to get to a story in a little bit about a, a, a judge uh, saying you have to preserve those, which is an interesting mm-hmm. step. Um, but yeah, for him, for Trump to come out and say... We're withdrawing troops, withdraw the troops and then sell the narrative that we're ending the endless wars and we shouldn't put our um, young women and men in harm's way uh, and et cetera, et cetera, and sell that to his base before it comes out Mm -hmm. that he made that deal with Putin Mm -hmm. or with Erdogan Erdogan. or with MBS or with all three Mm -hmm. uh, in some in some conversation that's currently being housed in that nice system. Mm -hmm that seems like his M.O. to me. Mm -hmm. It really does.
2: Yeah, and I mean, something like that to me would kind of only be the explanation for this uncharacteristic quality that he has of talking about peace and pulling out a foreign intervention, right? It's a marketing tactic. Right, yeah, because for so long it's like, I've talked about it on the podcast before when he says, you know, let's let's bring our troops home and, and says things that typically like some liberals would agree with, but not in a scenario like this. No. Where when you do it, it's inevitably going to give a green light to Erdogan and it's going to be a huge win for Turkey and a huge win for Putin mm-hmm. and massive bloodshed 100% is going to ensue. Yeah. At least that's what I have heard from experts that I trust in.
0: And it seems like the Pentagon is doing a no-fly zone. It seems like they're kind of going sidestepping this to try to prevent this kind of uh, shit show mm-hmm. uh, that would result from a Turkish invasion into northern Syria. And so, you know, and, and he does this. He did it with Zelensky when he tried to come out and say, I think there's going to be peace between, you know, you need to get peace between Ukraine and Russia, uh, much to Zelensky's chagrin. And uh, and he just sort of throws these things out there, I, I think, knowingly, because they're going to come out now that there's all these whistleblowers, or at least two, uh, and other people who are going to the press, telling them what's in that system, that Mm -hmm. code word classified system. He's like, fuck, I better start laying the groundwork and and creating a message for the shit I did in that that environment, that communications Mm -hmm. environment, before
2: it gets out. Mm -hmm. And part of me wonders too, was this military decision something that he had already promised? And now that things are hitting the fan, he thinks this is the time to pull the trigger. Or Putin thinks it's the time to pull the trigger. Right. Because
0: I had predicted on Twitter a week ago that the call that they say that is between him and Putin that's on this code word classified system is about the troops being withdrawn from Syria. Mm. And here we are having, have it's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I honestly think that this is his tactic it's his mo if he says something and we're like what the hell i think he we can always assume that there will be facts following that have something to do with that or counter what he's trying the message he's trying to send definitely
2: did you read sarah kinzer's tweet
0: about it uh, can when i on? read it yeah go for okay, it okay it's
2: really powerful she says uh, she posted this 19 hours ago, so this would have been on Sunday night. Every official who blew off the thread of this admin to the world, who had baseless faith in broken institutions, who failed to confront overt sadism and lawlessness head-on, the deaths of Kurdish allies will be on you. Their blood is on you. What shameful cowards you all are.
0: Damn. She knows how to make a That's definitely vibe of Gaslit,
2: for sure. Yeah. Super passionate and incorrect correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. And when I first started reading that tweet, you know it's sad. She was as soon as the news broke, she like had this tweet out and the first few sentences or the few first few lines of that, it could have been about anything, right? That's true. And that's so terrifying. And and like I didn't even And that just bolsters her point. Yes, it does. Because there's so this that that motivation, that corrupt motivation is behind like everything that he's doing right now. You could have filled in the last part of that tweet with a few different things. Not as much bloodshed directly is involved, obviously, with his other decisions. This arguably is going to be one of his most directly consequential ones, but it just doesn't stop. It's really yeah. scary.
1: I will say this, though. Um, I'm wondering if this decision to pull out of Syria is, I mean, it's obviously unwise for a lot of reasons, but a lot of the Republicans who seem to see Say that the Ukraine call was okay, or coming out and saying that this is not okay, mm-hmm. and I think maybe we're getting to that mm-hmm. um, shortly. But um, so was that the wisest timing for him? Because it's hard because to because he's going to lose support from his base right, in Congress. Like, yeah, like it, it, I'm sure they're already struggling in private, mm-hmm. but trying to stay with the pack publicly. And so it's like this is not good timing for him to lose support of of the Republicans f- at all. <laughs> That's what makes me wonder:
2: is he just so convinced of the fact that he is going down and he is on his way out Mm -hmm. and so he's like I'm just gonna do this right now anyway because they're gonna find stuff out that they probably cannot stand behind in due time (laughs) that's like my (laughs) my tax returns are about to come out I'm about to probably get that whole nice system subpoenaed and everyone's gonna see all of those communications I wonder if part of his brain is just yeah thinking like well, this is a time. That, I mean, now's as good of any Coming time as all. ever. Yeah. yeah. This is, but also on the other hand, maybe he felt emboldened by the fact that all of the GOP was still, not all of them, pretty much all Most of them. Most of them, right. Yeah, or still with him mm-hmm. throughout this Trump Zelensky stuff. And he th- felt not, like now might be, you know, if you were going to do it at all, this would be the time to do it, considering they seem to just blatantly have loyalty or I
1: should say, blindly. Faith have, over party. Yeah. Uh, you know, a uh, uh, supportive party over country. Yeah.
0: yeah. <sighs> Good times. Good times. Yeah. Great times. <laughs> we have a lot more headlines. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Given our broken health care system, as dismantled by this administration, and all the anxiety and gaslighting coming out of the White House, it's really critical that we have fast access to quality, affordable mental health care. And the solution is BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp offers licensed counselors who are specialized in a wide range of issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, and relationships. And you can connect with them from the comfort of your own home in a secure and confidential online environment. One of the biggest barriers to care is access, which includes long wait times for major insurers, the ability to travel to the provider, parking, etc. But with better help, you can get assistance on your own time and in the comfort of your own home by scheduling secure video or phone sessions. And you can text or even chat with your professional counselor from anywhere, which makes it extremely convenient. Another obstacle to care is price, but BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for Daily Beans listeners, you'll get ten percent off your first month with discount code Daily Beans. So why not get started today? Go to BetterHelp.com/DailyBeans. Just fill out the questionnaire to assess your personal needs, and you'll get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's BetterHelp.com/DailyBeans. All right, we are back and we have more headlines for you today. A federal judge Monday dismissed Trump's lawsuit seeking to block Cy Vance, the Manhattan district attorney, from getting his tax returns from his tax preparing firm, Mazars. Um, We're clapping. Cy Vance was seeking eight years of returns from the accounting firm in his investigation into the hush money payments made to Karen McDougal and Stormy Daniels after Bill Barr's Southern District of New York abandoned the case. Michael Cohen testified to Congress that the Trump organization paid him back and lied about those payments calling them legal fees when actually they were, you know, he was being reimbursed for making... In-kind campaign contributions. And Cohen is now the only man serving prison time for a conspiracy. Conspiracies usually take more than one person, uh, even though Trump <laughs> was implicated as an unindicted co-conspirator in the mm-hmm. Cohen case. So, you know, some people might say, well, you know, he was named Trump was named in the case, but being named in the case and being guilty of conspiracy are two different things. But to make Cohen guilty of conspiracy means that someone else has to be guilty of conspiracy. And I bet you can guess who it is. Yeah. Within minutes, Trump appealed the decision. And an appeals court issued a stay on Mazar's handing over the returns until Trump can present his appeal. But aside from that, the judge's decision is a broad rejection of Trump's argument that as long as he is president, he can't be investigated by any prosecutor anywhere for any reason because he can't be indicted, according to the Department of Justice Office of Legal Counsel memo, which has never been challenged in the courts. In a 75 page ruling that I encourage you to read, Judge Marrero says this court cannot endorse such a categorical and limitless assertion of presidential immunity from judicial powers. This decision only piles on to precedent against Trump's lame ass argument um, as two other judges that we know have ruled against Trump in other similar cases. But both of those are also tied up in appeals in New York and D.C. And I think this decision could be filed. Um, In those in those cases as a precedent to help bolster the idea that Trump is not above the law. So they can take this 75 page court filing and use them in the other Trump tax return cases, uh, specifically House Oversight and House Ways and Means to try to boost their their argument. Mm hmm. And not only did Marrero reject Trump's argument, but he also questioned the OLC memo that Trump bases, is basing his arguments on, calling the memo, Conjurings of Remote Prospects and Hyperbolic Horrors. Oh, damn. Yeah. That sounds like a
2: tagline for a horror movie. It
0: does. <laughs> Halloween's <laughs> coming up. Friday the 13th,
2: part it's 12. It's your life. Conjurings of Remote American. Prospects and
0: Hyperbolic Horrors. <laughs> the Shed of Chainsaws. Uh, we'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Um, I like how you're like a monster truck announcer. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you sound like. I know. I should go it, back to my movie, it, In a World. Yeah, it was very different. It
1: was less Mr. Movie Phone and more Monster Truck Rally.
0: <laughs> less Mr. Movie Phone and more Monster Truck
1: Rally. Yeah. I think that's a good title. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Movie Phone. You know, I've never been to uh, a Monster Truck thing. Ooh, it is so fun. S- oh, so we're going you wet. Know I've never been, and I I kind of want to go because really I feel like it's like the most American experience you can have. It is, is my favorite. It I've is. also never been By to a medieval times. We don't have those in Canada, or not the part of Canada I, I grew up in. So, like a like a dinner and a show thing. The medi- uh, medieval, medieval times. times. The, yeah, the yeah. The Did you not go when you were up. in Vegas? I grew up no. in Tournament of
2: Kings. <laughs> that that was like the. So they like give you a whole fucking chicken. I think, at your seat. <laughs> That's pretty barbaric. It's on like 2020. <laughs> we could just go list. to Disneyland and get you a turkey leg. And
0: yeah, it'll, it'll be better.
2: I that ha- would be. We should go see Tournament of Kings in Las Vegas. Okay. That'd be fantastic. Okay. And then Monster Truck Rally. I am so down for. In Hell Vegas, yeah. I grew up going to those all the time. You and, can hear and, them from my house. I don't want to yeah. go. Loud. They're just absolutely ridiculous. They're wonderful. Yeah. All right. But, I'm down. You got a tube top,
0: right?
1: I can. Get, I'll get one. Yeah, tube top PBR. That's oh, what we God. do. Yeah, with freedom and, and glitter rhinestones across my boobs. I have a gravedigger tube top. Excellent. So I'll wear that, it'll and be then great. it'll be great. Yeah, and and then
2: I'll say something about impeachment on her boobs. <laughs> Should I pretend that would not to be safe? Be s- I don't know. Maybe it will make them think differently. Who knows? <laughs> we'll change like, some minds oh, at the really Monster Truck look those yeah. should,
1: should I pretend to be straight while I'm at the Monster Truck <laughs> Rally? If yeah. you are there, it is just implied. If, if, right?
2: I think. If your wife, <laughs> if your wife comes along, maybe
1: don't hold hands. <laughs> I'm wow. kidding. I would
0: never discourage that. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> and honestly, really, I've never had an issue at a Monster Truck Rally. No, Everybody's so you fucking know cool. Right. I don't mean yeah. to stereotype. We're gonna get emails from fans
1: now who are like, I. I'm gay as fuck, and I love monster truck rallies. Excellent. Yeah. And, and I, I want to hear from you. I 100% support
0: that. I actually, one of my favorite tweets I've ever tweeted out in my whole life, my whole life, I think this is my best tweet. No one agrees with me. I got like two likes. <laughs> uh, I said, if I ever meet Michael Buble, I hope he likes monster trucks too. That way I can say, et to Buble. Yes. So that's... Um, the best tweet. I'm sorry, <laughs> no recommend. one respected
1: that because that's pretty it's good. Fantastic.
0: It's fantastic, isn't it? Fantastic. It is. It's got Latin. It's got monster trucks. Yeah. yeah. What else do you sing want? Buble. to
2: sleep?
1: Mm-hmm. I wish that you could hire Michael Bublé to sing you to sleep. Oh, is I that, bet weird? You can. Can that weird? Everybody has a price.
0: <laughs> Bublé, I got my eyes on you. How much, bro?
1: <laughs>
2: or Josh Groban? That would be
1: my pick. He has a good Twitter. He's a he's a funny guy <laughs> on the internet. Groban is. Yeah. Is it Josh Groban? Is Josh he the one Groban, maybe. who? Uh, I think it's Josh Groban. Welcome come back to this. I'm going to look it up. But as far as I remember, Josh Groban has like really, a really great Twitter feed where anybody who makes fun of him, he just like has really good clapbacks. Oh, that's oh, funny. Nice. <laughs> so does Richard Marks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Judge Marrero. I'm glad so. that you.
2: Yeah. Sorry. I was going to on this topic really quick. I, I'm glad that you brought up what he said. I was trying to look it up on my phone a couple minutes ago, but he also blatantly. I keep blatantly. Why do I fucking keep using that word? It's a good word. I guess so. There's a lot Um, of blatantness happening. There is. Everything is just so offensively in my face. Everything is deliberate and blatant. Yeah, it's true. Uh, But he said a couple words that sounded also like a direct attack on the OLC memo, saying stuff effectively like, you know, an overreaching of, or you you don't get to revel in this sort of overarching power. He also said, in some cases, indicting a president may be worth the cost. Uh, Of course,
0: Barr's Department of Justice has filed a brief supporting Trump urging the judge to consider Trump's arguments without explicitly agreeing that he can't be investigated by anyone, probably because they know that assertion is bullshit. Mm -hmm. But both sides have asked for an expedited schedule, with the Manhattan DA asking for Trump to file supporting submissions by 5 p.m. October 8th, then Vance to file his opposing submissions by October 9th at 5 p.m., then Trump to file any reply by October 10th at 3 p.m., and then oral arguments, if any... On October 11th. And that, if any, is important because they might decide not to hear the case and kick it back down to his incredible 75 page um, ruling, which would stand at mm-hmm. that point. And then no more appeals. You're done. Right. We, he gets the tax returns. And that doesn't mean they'll be made public because this is a grand jury proceeding. But I think if the president is indicted out of this, that I think we would know what happened and then we would probably get those details unless they filed them under seal you know, for for protection or something like that.
2: Yeah. But Trump's
0: side is asking for a little more time than that. They they say oral arguments October 18th. Still waiting for that decision. But that, if any, is pretty important. So you should definitely check out that ruling. It's pretty amazing. It's 75 pages. And it's really, really thorough and damning.
2: I wonder if it's because the judge knew that it was going to be a precedent setting decision.
0: Yeah, and and that it could be used in other courts in other proceedings um, for yes. similar kinds
2: of things. Yeah, I guess all judges ideally are aware that they're setting precedents with that
1: their That would be ideal.
0: <laughs> but who knows? I think some of these Trump appointees b- probably don't.
1: Inspired by Mueller yeah. to be thorough, to uh-huh. make a point, perhaps? Yeah, yes. Maybe, maybe. Uh, and this just
0: in, sources on Capitol Hill say lawyers and lawmakers are discussing extreme measures now to protect the whistleblower's identity, in an event that the whistleblower testifies to Congress before the House Intelligence Committee. Trump's attacks on the credibility of the whistleblower mean that that person could be in harm's way if their identity is leaked. So they appear to be discussing a whole range of options, including disguising their voice, hiding their image, uh, having it conducted off site, because while there are secret entrances to congressional buildings, there's still just so much just swarming with press. Uh, Limiting the number of staff and members who can be there to take the deposition. This all underscores the stakes of protecting his or her identity. And the the whistleblowers are due the right to anonymity under the law. That rarely happens in the cases of congressional Mm -hmm. testimony because it's just so public. Um, you know, we've we've had Volker behind closed doors this week. We're going to have Sondland and Ivanovich behind closed doors, and those depositions are supposed to be private behind closed doors. But we'll get all the information, you know, and we know who those people are. Uh, so, and in, in the past, just keeping these whistleblowers anonymous can be nearly impossible when you're at this level.
1: Yeah, and the fact that they're considering putting a mask over someone's face to be able to sequester them is a. Reminds me of those, those uh, kind of D-list documentaries you see where they blur. (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm talking about? Locked up abroad or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like the things you watch when you're falling asleep at night about crime in the 90s -hmm. or something. Yeah. Somebody
0: sitting in the dark going, well, I didn't know that they were going to be there.
1: Like, that was my first thought. I was like, wow, we really are dealing with a criminal president because we're so worried about this person's safety. It's shocking. Mm hmm. Yeah, that he's going to do anything that he can
2: to get that identity and get it out to people so they can feel threatened. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. It is. And they will be threatened. Yeah. And I keep, uh, they keep having like whistleblowers on CNN and stuff. And I keep seeing articles. There was one that just wrote a Daily Beast article. I forget what his name is. I'm so sorry. Uh, Thank you for your service. (laughs) And and your whistleblowing. (laughs) High five. But he, basically his main point is being a whistleblower is just a complete nightmare from start to finish. And because of stuff like that, because you're pretty much just like, you know, by nature, a lone wolf in that moment. No one's trying to protect you. It's a lot of stuff where you just have to find your own strength, basically, to keep pushing on and keep pushing for the truth. And then if anyone or any institution seeks any sort of retribution against you, then again is on you to seek for that to get rectified retroactively. There's really nothing in the whistleblower Act that protects you preemptively. You have to go through this all more or less on your own, only to try to have the courage to continue to defend all the messed up stuff people did to you in the process. It's freaking mad respect. Yeah, I do think that
0: maybe this could be a little different. Most people are afraid of, uh, you know, sort of going against their institution they work for, the agency they work for but Trump has been a dick to the CIA and the FBI mm-hmm. and the intelligence community as a whole for a very long time and even Ron Johnson went on TV with uh, what? He, what's his not Jake Tapper but uh, meet the press guy Chuck Todd mm-hmm. sleepy eyes Chuck yep. Todd um, who's not I'm not the sleepy biggest
2: sleepy eyes that's the first I've heard that uh, yeah,
0: who I'm not the biggest fan of but he wouldn't let Ron Johnson off the hook because Ron Johnson he's like are you saying that you don't trust the FBI and the CIA mm-hmm. and he's like no don't don't trust him at all and he's like they're Obama's people, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but what about now? Now that you fired all of Obama's people, do you trust him now? No, never have, never will. Mm-hmm. That is really, really bad. Yeah, it is. And first of all, don't fuck with the CIA. That's a really bad organization to be at odds with. Uh, and Trump, I think, is learning that right now with all of this information coming out about his you know, uh, embarrassing phone calls hidden in this mm. password-protected, code-protected word system. Um, but the CIA is with this guy at least the office of legal counsel because or guy or girl i don't know woman i I don't we don't know their identity but the CIA, we we've learned in recent days that the Office of Legal Counsel, the top lawyer at the CIA, filed a criminal referral based on this whistleblower. So did the IG. So did the Intelligence Community IG filed a, a, a criminal referral for this. Uh, the DNI has come out and said, even though we, I, you know we, we may or may not know what side he's on, but he has said that the, that their identity should be absolutely protected. This person seems to have a lot of support in the intelligence community, at least um from what I'm gathering talking to some people who I know who know sources. But again that's second hand information. Mm-hmm. That's hearsay. Um but it, it it does it seems different from other times in that the only person who seems to be wholly pissed off is, is Trump and yeah. his base. Yeah. About because this it's, whistleblower. So, it,
2: it's it's so obvious that it was probably a wrong thing that Trump did. Yeah. But I bet up and down the the
0: organization this person has support a second whistleblower has come out? I hope so. Um, to corroborate the first whistleblower story, who's somebody who somebody first firsthand knowledge. We've gone over that too. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I hope so too. I hope that this person's not being shunned sense, within their own agency. Although that does happen to whistleblowers.
2: Yeah, definitely. But I think what you're saying makes sense, and that makes sense with even Joseph McGuire's tone when he was testifying. For example, it doesn't seem like I'm hearing a lot of this person is aside from Trump Giuliani, of course, and all of the republicans that are on the committee that he was testifying to um or will testify to or she it's a he though right i i'm not i'm not gonna say okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> them yes <clears throat>
0: true go with that pronoun
1: <laughs> yes it is pretty great seeing uh, so many republicans who are vocally anti-lgbt the rest of the time suddenly be able to use uh they as correct a right yeah. yeah cool cool yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> baby steps
0: i don't know I don't, I don't know what else to say um <laughs> yeah. but that is that is a really great point and it just, oh you can say them i just i thought your mouth wasn't able to say it
2: like, <laughs> yes <laughs> it's not grammatically correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's still possible language it changes it right. actually i think someone it, has an ambiguous identity in this scenario they are okay saying they mm-hmm. i think oxford english dictionary has said that you yes, can use it a singular correct. so it it's no is longer a grammatically grammatical point correct for that. people do also say it all the time they'll be like oh your assistant I read this example not like it's super original or whatever but I feel the need to give credit to whoever said it uh, like someone might be like A.G. your assistant is outside with coffee or something and you would be like oh can you tell him to hold on one second yeah it does yeah. happen mm-hmm. you can do it
0: mm-hmm. you can you can yes I believe in you <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back this episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by our good friends at Beta Brand, who are busy making the most amazing pair of pants you'll ever own, the Dress Pant Yoga Pants. They have multiple styles, including wide legs, skinny, straight leg. They have eight pocket pants, so you can carry all your subpoenas around at once. They have premium denim. They come in dozens of styles and colors and patterns. Uh, I have three pairs, all in black. That's just me. Um, but they do make these great styles. They're selling out all the time, all these different colors and stuff like that. And they do have your basics, which I, which that's me. But, you know, like I said, you need to pop a color, they've got you. Uh, and I take them on every trip with me because they pack and travel brilliantly. You cannot wrinkle them if you try, no matter how you, in, crunched up in a tiny airplane seat you are. Plus, they're as comfortable as yoga pants, but with dressy details like real buttons, belt loops, pockets, and faux zippers. And they're made of four-way stretch pot knit fabric that just feels amazing. It's very supportive. It's energizing for my legs. So I can travel in them, I can go to business meetings, go to cocktail hour. I can wear them with heels or flats. They're totally versatile, super comfortable, and perfectly stretchy. Before Beta Brand, I bought all my suiting from the regular place, and they uh, never fit. I would always have to get them tailored. They didn't move. They didn't breathe. Um, itchy tags, constantly worried about that. I was just always aware of how uncomfortable I was, and I couldn't focus on my work. And that's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pants, yoga pants. So visit betabrand.com slash beans, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pair of, pair of pants you'll ever wear to work. That's Beta B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D, dot com slash beans, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants today. All right, we are back. And Josh Gerstein, incredible reporter from Politico, reported this weekend that a federal judge ordered the White House to preserve a wide range of documents relating to Trump's dealings with foreign leaders, including Zelensky. This comes from Amy Berman, Judge Jackson, if you're nasty, who issued the order Thursday that the White House not destroy records of meetings, phone calls, and other communications with foreign leaders, something Trump may not have thought about as he was stashing these criminal conversations in the NSC intelligence communications environment, which is the code word protected system that uh, is no one can go in there and modify, destroy, delete, read, print, or breathe on these documents without leaving evidence that they had using their code word, password. But despite the uh, Department of Justice's promise to Judge Jackson that they wouldn't destroy any evidence during in a court filing this week, uh, last week, she she entered the order anyhow. So her order appears to address the reports that Trump was using the NICE system to limit access to certain conversations and added they must preserve, quote, all records or efforts by the White House or other executive branch officials to return, claw back, lock down or recall White House records about dealings with foreign officials. So Crew had asked for a restraining order uh, on the documents. The Justice Department said that was moot, and Judge Jackson agreed it was because of the government's assurances that they weren't destroying evidence. But the next day, she issued this order to preserve the records anyway. And according to Politico, Josh Gerstein says this is unusual because generally, judges simply note a pledge and say they'll assume all parties will abide by it. But with this order, anyone destroying White House documents or trying to cover them up or... Not that they could be subject to sanction or even criminal charges for contempt of court. They'd be in violation of a court order. So she felt it necessary. Yeah, sure. I know that you're saying that you're not going to destroy any mm-hmm. documents. I'm going to memorialize this in a court mm-hmm. order. And so she did. Good call. I think so. Too. Good call. Yeah, seriously. Can't trust I <laughs>
2: do as far as you can throw them.
0: Nay. Uh, and then this story came out. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually be reading this from my phone because I, it's not scripted. It's just this thing that I just caught. These Giuliani associates. Um, pressuring Ukraine over a gas firm. Uh, This comes from AP Reuters and and now The Hill's picking it up. Uh, And basically the lead here, a group of President Trump's associates pressured Ukraine to install new management at the top of the country's massive state gas company last spring in order to benefit some of their allies. And this was scooped by Associated Press. Um, the, The businessmen and Republican donors touted connections to Trump uh, and his and Giuliani, while trying to funnel lucrative contracts to companies controlled by Trump allies, uh, and so if you get down here a little bit later, uh, of course, Energy Secretary Rick Perry took up efforts to install a new management team at the helm of the gas company after Zelensky won, uh, and it's they uh, they say here it's unclear whether Perry's attempt to replace board members at uh, Naftogaz was coordinated with Giuliani uh, pushing for a similar outcome. Uh, but if we go down here, we can get the names of these people. And that's going to be important because they turned up in another subpoena today. Uh, according to, let's see here. Mine, Burisma. There we go. Three businessmen were at the center of the NAFTA gas operation. According to Associated Press, two Soviet-born Florida real estate op- entrepreneurs, Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman. We got a random Igor, mm-hmm. but now he's a specific one. And an oil magnate from Boca Raton named Harry Sargent. The third. Uh, Parnass and Furman, two influential Republican donors, have reportedly gained access to top levels of the Republican Party, including meetings with Trump. So this is all very sketch. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, you know, we have news today that the three House committees overseeing the impeachment inquiry, which are House Intelligence, House Oversight and Foreign Affairs. Get used to that. That's the the triumvirate. Um, They have issued subpoenas for the Office of Management and Budget. That's the OMB and the Pentagon. And they did this Monday regarding Trump's interactions with Ukraine and his withholding of $400 million in military aid, as well as information on Giuliani and how he pressured Ukrainian officials on behalf of President Trump, including this oil thing. So Trump then accused, uh, we talked about this, Trump accused Pelosi of treason, said she should be impeached. Um, But like I said, members of Congress can't be impeached. But Rick Perry, who has resigned and has now been blamed by Trump for making him call Zelensky, has come out to say that he did ask Trump to call Zelensky about energy, but never the Bidens. Never once, mark my words, did I mention the Bidens, he said, and then he skipped away. Um, The subpoena to the Pentagon is also demanding, quote, the identity of all individuals who listened to, participated in, assisted in preparation for, transcribed, took notes during, reviewed the call, record or transcript, or received information about the April 21st, 2019 and July 25th, 2019 telephone conversations. So, they're trying to put together the facts of the calls. And, and what I think happened here is this second whistleblower gave these committees the list of names of people who were on that call. And that gave them the ammo to then subpoena mm-hmm. to ask for everyone. Because if they don't hand over everyone, they can compare it to the list they got from the second whistleblower and go, oh, you're missing like three people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, oh, thank you, you've turned over everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, So like I said, they're trying to put together the facts of the calls so that the personality or the political party of the whistleblower or the credibility of the whistleblower become irrelevant and it would limit any attempt to assassinate their character. Uh, And there are two whistleblowers now, like I said, the second whistleblower having first-hand knowledge of the call. As I said, they might have given the committees a list of names, and that's what the Pentagon subpoena is based on. And the lawyer for the first whistleblower is saying he's now repping two whistleblowers, although I I assume, but it's not been confirmed, that the other one is the second whistleblower, as reported by the Washington Post this weekend. Uh, Also in the subpoena to the Pentagon, this is why this gas gas story was important with Mm -hmm. the Giuliani Associates. Uh, because in this, they in this uh, subpoena, they're asking for any documents related to quote efforts by any current or former member of the Trump administration or Rudy Giuliani, Igor Fruman, Lev Parnas, uh, Simeon Kislin, Joe De Genova, Victoria Tonsing, uh Vitaly Pruss, or any of their associates to induce, compel, petition, press, solicit, request, or suggest. That current or former Ukrainian government officials, politicians, or other persons or entities associated with or acting in any capacity as representative, agent, proxy, or anything like that for such individuals, investigate matters related to Burisma Holdings, Paul Manafort, Hunter Biden, Joseph Biden, the DNC, Hillary Clinton, Mm. and or any other U.S. persons Mm -hmm. or entities. So talk about covering your bases. Yeah, seriously. It's a good net. The House Dems have also said that if Parnas, Kislin and Fruman don't comply with their voluntary document request, they've already sent those three people a letter. They're the ones they're the, the two of the two of them are the ones that are associated with Giuliani and has taken over the, the gas company. Um, and if they don't comply, they'll they'll be subpoenaed as well. Uh, and beans on Trump not complying with this request, citing that he doesn't think the House is actually impeaching him uh, because they haven't had a vote on the House floor. Um, that seems to be and also executive privilege. I think that probably Giuliani and his associates and D- Joe De is a lawyer, too. He's that dickhead lawyer.
2: Yeah, we've heard that name from
0: Florida. Uh, I think they're going to try to claim attorney client privilege, um, which is interesting because that, that might have been why Giuliani said he's working as a legal um, consultant pro bono for Trump so that he can invoke that attorney client privilege shit. Uh, that might be the only reason he's wrapped up in this at all. I couldn't get a regular lawyer to do it. <sighs> um, but they'll subpoena these guys. And and like I said, I don't think Trump's going to comply with it. Uh, Dems are also seeking information on the withholding of military aid from the Budget Office. That's the Office of Management and Budget and the Pentagon as well. And both uh, both the OMB and the Pentagon, Mark Esper, I think, is the uh, Sec sect Secretary of Defense right now. They have until October 15th to comply with this subpoena. List of all the names, anyone associated, if they pressed, talked to, breathed on, touched, farted near, you know, like this whole list of things that you basically trying to cover every single like there's no way out of of, of this subpoena. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. And um, two key witnesses in the Ukraine matter are set to testify this week. I mentioned that at the top of the show. This is Sondland. That's the dickhead that donated a million dollars to the Trump inaugural and then got a job as the ambassador to the EU. Uh He's the one in the text messages that says uh let's stop talking about this, call me," <laughs> and then replied to Bill Taylor, who texted with withholding military aid to benefit himself politically is crazy, and he you know waited five hours, clearly spoke to somebody, and then texted back this sort of uh crafted answer mm-hmm. uh there's no quid pro quo there never has, but it just sounded like trump talking points so that guy Sondlin, he testifies this week, as does uh Yovanovitch she's the former ambassador to Ukraine. she was removed early. Uh, recalled, They say they recalled her early in May because Giuliani was complaining about her and she wasn't, I don't think, probably willing to go along with this whole we're going to withhold aid unless you investigate the Bidens trick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. How do you think the Sondland testimony will go? Do you think he's going to be like a Lewandowski or is he going to be like a Volcker? And when I say a Lewandowski, I mean a, <clears throat> a petulant shithead that's not in uh, cooperative. And when I say a Volcker, I say a, a pretty cooperative fella.
1: From now on, we should just say that when we're talking about petulant shitheads. He's going to pull a Lewandowski. He's going to pull a Lewandowski. Is he going to be a Lewandowski or a Volker?
2: <laughs> Did Vol- Volker was behind closed doors, though, right? He was. Yeah, so I guess there's no way to really compare the two. Well, <laughs> but no, Other but we, than knowing he was not uh, giving the same executive privilege reason.
0: No, we know what was in his testimony it was very forthcoming.
2: What, is the full testimony released? Mm, uh, I don't know if it's word for word. but Okay, because I haven't seen it. But there's been a lot of leaks about yeah. what he testified yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, and he was... 100% more cooperative than Lewandowski was. For real. Yeah.
1: So Sondland hasn't r- resigned yet, correct? Right, yeah. Nope. That's just, one
2: key right there.
1: Yeah, I was seeing here that House Dems are calling for him to resign, which um, I'm surprised hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, but it's hard to say. I, will the totality of evidence that's come out uh, move him to be, to seek forgiveness?
0: Well, if he resigns, he's no longer protected right. by that uh completely false claim of blanket executive privilege (laughs) to the white house
2: he's no longer protected by the fake protection by the fake (laughs) protection
0: he no longer has the fake invisibility cloak you give toddlers
1: you
0: know um and so that might be why he's not resigning because he doesn't plan on cooperating in right. his testimony. However, mm. he should also realize and if he has any good lawyers on his side, that he is not protected by this office of legal counsel memo or immunity that Trump pretends to enjoy. Yeah. Even in the face of criming, which you technically can't do. Yeah, yeah. he's not
1: part of the executive branch as an ambassador to the EU. Yeah, yes. He he's in the state. Is Department. he? Oh, okay. Sorry.
2: I feel like he's just gonna say, um, he First off, he's going to have to answer for the call me text, right? Why did you want to go off record? And he's just going to say, because there was a lot of details in that conversation and I wasn't going to send a 50 million page text, which would be a fair excuse. He'll 100%, 100% for... rely on that fake statement that he yeah. made. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, totally. He'll be like, yeah.
0: I'd like to draw your attention to my text where I said there was no quid pro quo. That's not what Trump is doing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, the, the council can ask like, did did someone craft that statement for you? Mm-hmm. Be careful with your answer.
2: I mean, if he's a Trump sympathizer, he definitely could have crafted it himself. Who knows? But he had to have been <clears throat> briefed at some point on the lies. Yeah. And of course, he could also say,
0: what's wrong with going to my boss about making the correct statement here? Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to ensure that we were all in alignment and on the same page.
2: Yeah. I think if he hasn't resigned, then he's probably just going to try to cover his ass. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh but he like I said he should know.
0: He's not protected from indictment.
2: Mhm. So. None of you bitches
0: are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if there's like a a group chat for the high level like Trump sympathizers who are like, "Hey man, how do I lie about this one? What about mm. this one? What what do I <laughs> yeah. This one? Uh I'm lost here. Any yeah. talking points on that one? They all meet <laughs> the, the group Oh, sorry, go
0: ahead. They all meet in that 1014 uh border patrol group oh on God, the yeah. weekends. Or the group is called
1: Not Nice. It's like nah. (laughs) I grew up in a house with three uh, teenage girls my sisters and I and when we all knew we had done something wrong we would be like what are our talking points before we go to our mom (laughs) let's figure out what we're gonna say to her let's all be on the same page we gotta be in solidarity here with each other yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry mom I love you me oh and my, my sisters God. are
2: too far apart. We're all eight years apart, so all of our crimes were entirely different in nature. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we had yeah. my
1: sister was six years younger than me, so <laughs> three sisters, and we're all within four years of each other. Uh, that's so cool. it's like uh, one sister is two years younger, the other one's another two years younger. So we're all really close in age, yeah. and so we would be like, "Hmm, let's Irish triplets, yeah, that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's be let's be wrong together." <laughs> cool. That's, fine. that's, that's nice don't lie that to your f-
0: parents. That's nice that you formed alliances. Yeah, <laughs> um, so you didn't get kicked out of the, yeah. off the island <laughs>
2: totally. <Yeah. laughs> What do we Talk, do? What do we say? Talking about resignations really quick. I did see uh, Rick Perry come out and say that he's reversing, or a headline that read that he's not resigning. Seriously? Yeah, I didn't open it up to read the full thing, so that was my bad, but I just wanted to throw that in there in the event that that is true. Let me see. Rick Perry. Oh, somebody
0: must got a hold of him
2: if that's, not if that's real. not resigning eight hours ago he's not resigning yeah perry denies pressing ukraine on energy company says he's not resigning but three days ago he said he'd be gone by the end of the year Mm -hmm.
0: uh yeah talking points memo and politico no it's just talking points memo right now
2: that's reporting it that that i'm seeing do you see it from a? I see it from politico you do see it from Politico? Yeah, eight hours ago. Perry denies pressing Ukraine on energy company. Says he's not resigning. Oh, well, shit. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, he's a dick.
2: Yeah, he is. That's mighty
0: suspect of you, Rick Perry. Mm-hmm. He decided to resign and then decided Almost not to. Almost as
2: suspect as deciding to resign in the first place. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Sounds like somebody got a hold of him. Sounds like Trump got him. Yeah, that's interesting.
2: That is interesting. All yeah, right. Breaking news.
0: You heard it here first. No, you didn't. You heard it from Politico seven hours ago. <laughs> yeah, um, Perry is not resigning, uh, apparently, uh, which says to me that he plans on also not cooperating.
2: Mm-hmm. Also a yeah, so
0: very stupid move.
2: Perry acknowledged making the recommendations to Ukraine's state-owned natural gas company Naftogaz but said he did so only at the request of that country's government. He also said it was true that he had pressed Donald Trump to make the July call to Zelensky that is at the center of the impeachment inquiry.
0: All right. So, so far we have Perry, Sondland, Pence, and Giuliani. That will all be going to Sing Sing. Uh, probably not that jail um they'll probably (laughs) go to a much nicer prison Mm -hmm. um but you know when we see when we see the headline of indicted people wrapped up in this impeachment if they don't get their shit together they're going to be in it they're Mm going to be on it now the thing though is you have to remember if we take lessons from history john dean did testify and was cooperative but was also indicted so you know they might be thinking well i'm going to be indicted anyway might as well not upset trump because i don't know he's
2: he doesn't have any money to get i don't know i don't know i don't know either i mean it, i really wonder how much these people are looking at the longevity of their political career or if they are just 100 percent planning on all of this going to shit and then finding some private energy sector work where they can be sketchy for the rest of their lives yeah they'll they'll all go work at uh, rosneft
0: <laughs> yeah
1: perry's memoir sketchy for the rest of my life
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> sketchy for the <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like
1: a country song. Yeah,
0: God. I'll be sketchy for the
2: rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I wish that Trump got into the prison making business because that would be irony. So sweet. I hmm. could not. He got into schools. He was close to getting into prisons. <laughs> That'd be great. And then imagine if everyone had to serve time in a Trump built prison, <laughs> a Trump oh funded prison. <clears throat>
0: We should take his name off, name yeah. off hotels and put him on prison. Well,
2: there's so much corruption in the construction groups that are like building prisons and profiting off of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> wow, no, I'm st- I'm trying to write this country song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A Trump
1: prison, a Trump-branded
2: or Trump-backed prison sounds like the worst thing I can possibly think of. I know, (laughs) yeah. Not branded, but just like funded in some way or something. Right, 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 yeah. I also noticed my schools growing up, I heard this, and I never did research to corroborate it, but I heard that schools and prisons are often built by the same companies, and that's really depressing and also accounts for a lot of the layouts of the schools I grew up in (laughs) because they're like the most depressing steel, just like cement I guess that's how you build buildings, but just... (laughs) They were just not fun places. They were using
1: building materials. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I know what you mean, though.
2: Screws. Wood. (laughs) Disgusting.
1: What do you suggest they build the schools with, Jordan? I don't
2: know. (laughs) Feelings. Cotton candy.
1: Yeah. Cotton candy and feelings.
0: (laughs) So we can do... uh, I apologize for cheating on my wife, <laughs> and I've got securities fraud and insider trading. Strife, strife, strife. Uh, there's always two sides to every knife. Too low, but I'll be sketchy for the rest of my life.
2: You're welcome.
1: Thank, thank you. Work.
2: <laughs>
0: I couldn't sing that low note Yay. I need. Uh, I need buble. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Um everyone and for seriously the support we've gotten the amazing reviews we've gotten in the last couple of days and uh, all the emails and stuff really mean a lot to us um, we appreciate that we're moving forward we're, we're doing our thing and uh, we're bringing you the news with swearing that's, that's the goal mm-hmm. keep it yet informed mm-hmm. final thoughts
1: yeah, my final thoughts are, and I'm sure we'll get to this later in the week, but uh, keep an eye on SCOTUS in the next couple of days. LGBT yeah. people are um, need to pay attention. Everybody does, but yeah, we're, uh, the ca- SCOTUS is about to hear some really important cases for uh, queer people, and I'm keeping my eye on that. So. There's also a
0: military rape case uh, that could change the way they prosecute rapes in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, some that, big cases coming up. That, uh, yeah, so... Very big ones, and mm-hmm. I, I know that they're going to decide on whether or not to hear that Louisiana abortion case. I don't yes. know if they're going to decide that this week or not.
1: There's a lot. It and would be for uh, next yeah, term. I'd love to get more into detail, detail in it tomorrow and the next day. But yeah, just keep an eye on SCOTUS right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know Vox, the Today Explained podcast, which is really good.
2: I just yeah. saw one of theirs that covered what's going on at the SCOTUS. At the SCOTUS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it, um, the SCOTUS. yeah, that's it. SCOTUS. Yeah. It just sounds way too official. Way too official somehow. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Um, With Kavanaugh, it's more like the scrotus. Am I right? Oh, hey, squee. I will show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll be sketchy for the rest of my life. My final thoughts are two. Number one is that it is so crazy to me to think about the differences between a president that seeks the office to legitimately try to better the country and the other that seeks it for the sole purpose of corrupt intent and trying to profit from it personally through and through. And it's satisfying in a way to know that we have not been crazy this whole time, but we knew that. But to see everything compounded like this in honestly a couple month period right now, this is like the most scandals we've had, I think, in this small amount of time come out, it is becoming increasingly apparent that his, he does not have an inkling of of desire to actually better this country. He 100% is willing to take it down on everyone else with it just in his pursuit of personal gains. And it's fucking disgusting. That's number one. Number two. <laughs> I'm wondering, um, I don't. I'm not saying I have beans on this necessarily, but do you think that it's possible at all that Trump's going to withdraw his Syria decisions and then try to paint it as some sort of positive news for him amidst all this bad stuff?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's going out with the message that, you know, he's ending the endless wars, and that's what he ran on and was elected for.
2: Right, but then now he's getting a lot of pushback for how much bloodshed that's going to cause. So what if he reverses his decision, and then he can revel in that? Do you think that's something he could do? Or do you think he's going to go through with it? I I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's... I don't know. I mean, I it seems like I've heard some people or I've read some people tweeting that there's already proof that the troops are leaving so yeah I've seen that yeah so I don't know but I was just thinking that because he has that pattern of doing that thing where he like threatens something that's you know pretty horrible and considering this is super horrible and has bipartisan not support what's the opposite of support criticism mm-hmm. um I wonder if he's like oh this is a perfect opportunity for me to reverse this and get some props but that yeah you're
0: right that could be he's done that yeah you know with his announcement of tariffs and then pulling it back Mm -hmm. uh or you know his announcement of something and then withdrawing that announcement and saying look i fixed the Mm -hmm. i put out the fire i created or the ice raids yep the ice raids Mm -hmm. you're right that is also a pattern that he he exhibits on a regular basis yeah uh and uh, you know i think that there's it's a multi-pronged approach he's he's trying to distract us from uh ukraine he's trying to um, please putin trying to please erdogan and um, probably saudi arabia and uh this is really anti-israel i don't know how he's gonna you know justify justify that, justify that. yeah uh, but you know it, it could help him personally because of his hotels i mean there's just so many things that they're, they're probably weighing on this but it could also be something that uh, uh, you know like you said a, a crisis he creates to fix
2: I wonder. I don't know. That was not much of a final thought, more of a final question. Thank you for humoring that. No worries. All right. That is the show. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet
0: and take care of your mental health. I've been A.G. I've been Jordan Coburn. I've been Mandy Reader. And them's The Beans. The Daily Beans is produced by A.G., featuring Jalisa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazel and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah of Valencia fact checking and research by ag Jalisa johnson and jordan coburn with executive assistance by amanda reader our music is written and performed by they might be giants our web design and branding are by Joel reader with moxie design studios and our website is dailybeanspod.com